could make products that are cheaper, but I don't want to sell a cheap product to people. Started in 2005, Hill Knight Productions is a special effects studio serving the haunted attraction, amusement, and escape room industries. Pale Knight is particularly known for their permablood, and coming up, we'll hear about their new escape game product and the trend they see in haunts limiting their reliance on staff. From the Haunted Attraction Network, I'm Philip, and this is our Bender Showcase series in partnership with the Haunted Attraction Association. Here's Kip Polly from Pale Knight, and I started out by asking him why he focuses so much on durability as a cornerstone for his products, even when it makes them more expensive. I really kind of got my start in the industry doing maintenance at a haunted house. So I've seen firsthand what that's like. Everything breaks, right? Everything wears out eventually. But it's really our goal that the products that customers purchase from us are going to be as low maintenance, low headache as possible. We certainly want the experience that our customers have with our products to be very positive. Uh, I often tell them that Uh, It's no offense to them, but after they buy something, I don't want to hear from them again until they're ready to buy something else. I could make products that are cheaper, but I don't want to sell a cheap product to people. We still feel like our products are affordable given what goes into them, but I, I don't want to sell cheap things. I want to sell good quality items that, again, may cost a little bit more, but I think when you look at sort of the long run of it and the amount of time and effort that you don't have to put into their maintenance, I, I think kind of speaks for itself. Speaking of those are not wanting to make cheap products, can you tell me about some of the products you have planned for this year? We will once again have our full line of perma products at the show, you know, kind of anchored uh, by our perma blood. By the way, uh, a product that I brought to the 2005 Transworld show is <laughs> the oldest product that we continuously sell that, that we've ever made. Perma blood in particular, for us, just become a staple. Almost every major haunted attraction and amusement park Halloween event in the world uses it now. We also have it being used by a lot of film and television productions, um, which is fun. A couple of years ago, we reformulated the blood paint. It is now completely waterproof. It goes through the washing machine on costumes and that kind of thing without it, uh, you know, bleeding, uh, (laughs) without the color leaching out of it. It's also far more UV resistant than it used to be. There were some issues with long-term UV exposure where it would kind of brown. The reds are far more UV resistant. And it also doesn't stain skin anymore. It used to pretty aggressively stain your skin. I still don't advise, you know, just coating yourself in it. But if you get it on your skin and are able to wash it off before it dries, there won't be any staining left over. So that's an exciting feature. We also, of course, have several colors of of grime, you know, blacks and browns and greens, that kind of thing for set detailing where you want kind of a, you know, glossy, grimy look, but uh, a color other than blood red. And then we'll also have our, our gore paint. It's basically just a thickened version of the blood that has chunks and viscera and that kind of, for kind of grosser set detailing. We are currently running a pre-sale on all of our perma products. So perma blood, perma grime, perma gore, perma poo. We do have a, a, a version of the paint that, that looks like uh, great feces. But we are running a pre-sale on all of that. So it's currently on sale. You can purchase through our website. And if you're coming to Transworld and you'd like to save even a little bit more money, you can choose uh, Transworld Pickup as your shipping option. We will have your orders 
boxed and ready at the show. So you can just come and pick them up at any point in time and take them with you. We, we definitely suggest that you do that now. I don't know exactly how much product we'll have available at the show that's not already spoken for. So if you want to take some home with you, this is the best way to guarantee that that happens. We're also working on a new escape room product for the show this year. It's basically a standalone portable escape game. It's it's kind of based around ghost hunting. It, mm-hmm. it has a Ghostbusters kind of vibe. We've been working on it on and off for about a year. I'm excited about it for a few reasons. It's different and it's you know techy like a lot of the things that we like to make but we also expect to have in the coming years different versions of it where the exact same equipment can just be reprogrammed by the customer mm-hmm. to be a 100% different game so is it that future proof element that you think makes this a new product you're designing appealing i think so i think escape room customers in particular have low throughput we look at products like this as a great way to say you know, you spend money up front, but you can get a lot more use out of it. Whereas if it's uh, kind of one game and over, uh, you play it and those customers can essentially never play it again. This gives you the chance to sell the same product to the same customers multiple times. So speaking of equipment, let's talk about lead times and your availability this year. So uh, <laughs> it's like supply chain. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to so, 2022. <laughs> right. I don't know if you're familiar, but there's been some kind of a pandemic over the past couple of years that has negatively affected. Uh, well, I haven't left my house. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like many folks, the pandemic and sort of resulting issues within the supply chain and whatever have have affected our ability to to produce product. We are still working, we're still selling, we're still producing, but we are understaffed at the moment and we are experiencing increased lead times to get our raw materials in. And so it definitely does affect our um, lead times to get product out to customers. I know it always sounds like a sales pitch, but my general advice is if you really want something, order it right away. You know, we already have orders and commitments that are probably going to keep us busy through May or June. Certainly don't be surprised if you contact us in, you know, the middle of summer or late summer or something and, and we can't take on a project because we're just too full. Purchases at Transworld should be fine, but moving on past that, it's I'm afraid it's going to quickly become more difficult, especially if the orders are more technical or time-consuming for us to create. Talk to me about what you see as some of the trends for the next two years. We are seeing some of our larger clients start to get a little more loose uh, with their purse strings, <laughs> uh, which is good. You know, We're getting contacted by some of our larger clients again about large projects. But more generally, trend-wise, I really think that what we're going to see more and more out of these types of attractions, and in particular seasonal haunted attractions, is ways to limit their reliance on staff. Like staffing issues are a problem. We see that across a lot of our you know, clients that they're all struggling with, with staffing. So I think customers are really going to be looking for ways to, to have something that fills a gap where they can put their actors that they do have in more important roles, Correct. you know, and, and fill kind of those less important spots with a prop or an animation or an effect or something that, that 
you know, makes the attraction still feel full with less reliance on staff. If you're just having someone there whose only job is to pop out of a corner in a black robe every three seconds, that's not a great job for that person. People have fun because they want to participate and to act in haunted attractions and to do that. And if your job is not doing that, it's not even going to be a good fit for that human. Yeah. Eliminating the cruddier positions, the less fun, you know, positions to make the experience for the staff that, you know, that you do have more, more positive, I, I think is definitely great. And, and yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a reality that we can't get away from. Wage increases are definitely coming in a lot of places they've, you know, hit already. That's something else that you legitimately do have to take into account. You know, if your payroll is going to double this year, that's something that you have to consider. Either you may need to raise ticket prices or find ways to you know, reduce that to some degree. These types of things aren't fun or exciting to talk about, but I think you really do yourself and your attraction a disservice if you're not prepared for these things because they are coming whether you like it or not. Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope. Support for this episode comes from Gantam Lighting and Controls. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantam.com slash demo. We release a free weekly industry newsletter. Sign up on our website or at the link in our show notes. The Haunted Attraction Network team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Maximus Bryant. Our partner stations include A Scott in the Dark, Scare Track, The Scare Factor, and Haunt Topic Radio. Finally, please, please, please rate and subscribe to our show wherever you're listening. And until next time, Haunters, stay scary. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.